Miss Deidre Cole. So I want to ask you a couple of questions. And okay. What was the inspiration? I know you started the book, the of the work, and, mm-hmm. and now you moved on to the podcast. Like, what made you want to start the podcast and, you know, put yourself out there vocally? Okay. Okay. Good question. So, okay. So basically with the book, the inspiration behind the book, like we talked about in the last interview that we did a few months ago, back in the summer, um, the glimpses of the warrior within my journey of discovering I am enough is basically the book is about my life in a glimpse in, in how I've used martial arts which I've been practicing now for, this is going on my 47th year, um, how I've used martial arts and the different principles and different things that I've learned in martial arts to navigate or to help navigate me through um, many life's, uh, many of life's obstacles, like the ups and downs and ebbs and flows. And, and there've been a lot of them for me. Thank God I don't look like what I've been through. But nevertheless, I've gone through a lot in my life and I wanted to uh, be transparent and share with people out there who may have experienced experienced similar things or just different challenges, um, how you can still use those things to turn out, you know, the, the different things that you experience along your journey and use those things to not be um, a victim or anything like that, but to use it as a means to get to anyway and so what I did with my book glimpses of the warrior within my journey of discovering I'm enough I used those things and kind of flipped it to like okay we can look all around the world trying to find um, our worth and our value and where we fit in or what you know people say we should do and you know all of that kind of stuff but really everything that we need before we before we were even conceived God already knew you know what we were purposed for and all that we need I believe is already placed on the inside of us before we even you know come into the earth so the book is basically just saying okay I'm looking here there and everywhere but now I finally get it to where what I've been looking for all along was already inside of me so now that I know that there's power in that there's strength in that and so now I want to use those gifts and those talents and different things that he's given me to be able to give back and to help other people especially young girls it could be for men too though but but for especially for young girls because I could you know envision myself as a young girl you know confused and looking and searching and you know trying to find love and trying to you know fit in or whatever which I never was good at because I never was meant to fit in because he made me you know I believe that God designs each of us you know, uniquely and, you know, wonderfully in his likeness and his image. And so now that I have that awareness, you know, it's still a process and a journey, but now that I have that awareness, I'm able to, um, you know, to help other people, hopefully to help them to bypass some of the things that, you know, they may have, you know, had to go through with, without having the proper guidance and direction. So, so I'm just using that as a, as a tool in that sense. And so as far as with the, um, and the book is doing well and but as far as the podcast i thought well this would be a great idea a great way for me to bring other martial artists not just martial artists but other people who are survivors who are um, educators who are you know well versed in different areas that they could come on and talk about their journey first of all 
and whatever their specialty is or whatever their um say for instance whatever their you know um triumph or journey was or whatever the case might be to where now they want to have a platform i want to be able to provide them with a platform to 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 help because we all we all need we, we need we need help we need each other and i believe that the best way to do that is to you know use your gifts use your talents you know and you know pay it forward and and help somebody else because i believe that you know we're better together than we are you know trying to do this thing you know solo and so i you know what i'm saying so i bring you know female warriors on i bring male warriors on i bring you know doctors on or different people on people that have been strong influences in my life um so you'll see a number of people of different you know from different walks and different you know um regions and things like that but all with the same goal in mind is to share their information say for instance if they are um well versed or they are um say in into healing or if they are into herbal medicines or you know different things like that or if they are you know what whatever the case might be a leader in their own perspective right and just to i think it's empowering just to hear cuz sometimes we look at each other and we judge that's the first thing we do we look in the eyes in the eyes of judgment first you know what yeah, i'm saying I mean, that's uh, like that, what's the word in reaction for most mm-hmm. people like to look at somebody you just start judging them off the exactly face. exactly like oh you know what she going to tell me how she know blah blah blah, blah. But you know what you you haven't walked a mile in my shoes so you don't know. I don't think you would even probably want to, you know, if you would, you know, learn some of the things that I've endured and the same would go vice versa, you know. So we have to just, you know, first of all, stop looking at it, especially as people of beautiful people of color. You know, I think this especially with this being not just Black History Month because I think Black History is is something that should be 365 personally, you know. Because, like Morgan Freeman said, like, why should it be a month? We should have a whole year. Of right. Not and then and then they want to give us the shortest month of the year. But you know what? That's a whole nother story within itself. But now African Americans have contributed so much to to the world and so much to martial arts and you know into so many into medicine into all th- all types of things that you know and a lot of us just aren't aware. So now that we have these different pl- platforms, social media. You know, I believe it's a way for us to get that knowledge and that information out now and, you know, to just, you know, each one teach one and we just help each other along the way. And that's that's what I'm about. So that's why I said, well, let me do the podcast. And the name of the podcast is Glimpses of the Warrior Within Martial Arts Podcast with Deidre Y. Cole. And I generally do it every Wednesday. I put out a new um, a new episode. And I'm gonna continue to do it as long as God gives me, you know, continued vision and, you know, the ability to do it. And I'm looking for great things to happen with it because, you know, I just feel like this is this is the time. I mean, this this pandemic has been, yeah, it's it's been crazy. But at the same time, it's been a very it's been a very um, I guess I would say it's been a space where I've been really able to be creative because I haven't had to, you know get out and you know hump and you know do the things that I was doing before in, in that same way and now it's like God just kind of like I feel like he just put the brakes on it's like okay I'm just going to send my people forward now to or give them the give them at least time to catch their breath and to you know see what what comes out of it I mean some beautiful creations have come I've seen people have create some really wonderful 
amazing things. I mean, books and, you know, just all kinds of, you know, you know, ideas that are, you know, coming forth as a result of the time that we've, you know, been on, uh, uh -huh, on, on, on lockdown or, you know, on, on, in timeout. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I understand you. So you're doing a podcast, and I and I and and so, and I know I don't know exactly what, I I know your motivation may be. Uh, I know you are martial arts enthusiast, and you love martial arts, and so I guess we can kind of interview each other while we while we while we're talking. So what what was your motivation behind starting your um your podcast and what is the name of your podcast well I originally when remember I started the interviews on uh, my Instagram and your face kicks mm -hmm. I originally like, I had the King Talk you know, interview show and then I thought about like yo like why not turn this into like a full on broadcast instead of doing a live show on Instagram like don't get me wrong doing it on Instagram it's probably an easier way to do it because it's consistent and it's easier uploads you don't really have to put that much work into it Mm -hmm. I went to somewhere I had more than one person on every like, like tearing it being kind of like a the United Nations but martial arts you know, mm -hmm. and so you know I, I linked with a couple people like some were here miss like but then I uh, met Tristan and then pressed the day and we just like you know what like let's go out there and do it because we was all just sitting there thinking about like oh how long should we talk or what should we talk about or what shouldn't we say or what shouldn't we do and it's, it's just like you know we're just gonna go for it mm -hmm. so at first the first podcast was kind of like an hour and then the more we did it like we just be talking like we'll stick to one topic and it just evolved into something else and like branched off into like a, a whole great debate of martial arts like mm -hmm. could you should consider somebody who practiced MMA a martial artist or versus somebody who practices martial arts in a traditional way or why are women not as represented in martial arts like uh, I'm trying to think of her name, Linda. Uh, Linda Denley. Yep. Yeah, that's my girl. I know her. Her and I go. We go way back. <laughs> it's so I, funny. I, like, I just found out about um, how he first wife. Like, oh yeah. Like, she, like, she trained under my instructor under C. Joe Steve Muhammad. She was one of his students. Yeah, I seen that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I saw a red article. And I was like, "Whoa!" See what? Yeah, it's so much. Our history is so rich as African Americans. Our history in everything, and in, and even in martial arts, because that is we are. We that's where it, we it, it comes from. Us from our people, from our from our ancestors, and because we always yeah. we don't we don't get that we don't get that um we don't get taught that we we see different you know versions of what it looks like or what it what people you know assume that it looks like on who who created but for, when you really think about it when you really think about it i mean everything comes from and i'm not afraid to say this or ashamed to say this because it's the truth we are the we are the original everything everything comes from us and the, the forget about like the continents used to be in one big continent and the center of you see like africa was the center of every continent so Absolutely. the people who were just there, where you can hear being rich, they had people pissed off the different continents of the world, and their skin Absolutely. evolved into something else. And we like, because like, if you look back, they say modern martial arts started about the 1800s or 1700s, and like, you see hieroglyphics back from, think back from 34,000 mm -hmm. BC mm -hmm. of techniques and grappling and martial arts on the wall. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So 
but yeah, Miss Denley, boy, I tell you, she was, it was a, it was just an awesome wonder to just be able to just sit back and, and watch her because I started when I, when I first entered into the black belt women's division, adult division, I was barely 16 years old. And uh, cause when I started, first started my tournament fighting, I was in the peewee division. And so to be able to watch her, you know, as a young teenage girl, be out there shining the way she was and she would just be doing it so gracefully and she would just you know it and you know so smooth and you know and her, and her attitude was just like I mean she was just she was fierce I mean I mean she I'm not well I won't say was because I know she still is doing her thing and to be able to just be around her and see her I, I, I would just I would just be like she was like an idol for me she was like my um you know she was somebody that I that I, I won't say idol, but she was somebody that I, that was very well respected. I looked up to her as being a black woman because I saw myself in her and I'm like, wow, you know, she, she's doing this thing, you know? And so it was just surreal. And I think I talked about that in your post when, um, I think it was 1987 at, um, Dennis Brown and Tyara Cassell's Capital Classics. Um, I had flew out to that tournament and, um, and and I hadn't did a whole lot on at that time on the national circuit. I did some here and there. Most of my stuff was regional. I would do, you know, Chicago, Wisconsin, Indiana, you know, kind of the Midwest regionals or whatever. But then I started to, you know, broaden my horizons and go to, you know, other other places and bigger tournaments. And um, because they didn't see me all the time on the big circuits or whatever, because I didn't have a sponsor, you know, whatever. But I did get to some tournaments. And when I got to that particular one, I um I did really well. I won my division, and um, so I won the middleweight black black belt middleweight division. I think she might have won the heavyweight division, and so we ended up meeting up later on that night in the um you know in the finals. And so that was my first time too fighting in a, a nighttime finals to where it was like it was whole it was totally different than the regular tournament setting right. you know because you're in the t regular term you're just fighting in the regular taped off rings or whatever and you got multiple divisions going on at, at the same time or whatever but the nighttime finals is different it's like you're in a pretty much a boxing ring that's right. elevated off the ground i actually shared the video with the group of like her like fighting somebody and she was Oh yeah, she was. She, I'm telling you, she's a force to be reckoned with. Like, so, I always see, you know, images that are nobody ever like posted fights. Then when I finally see one, I'm like, oh. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Every every martial artist should know about her. You know, especially every every female martial artist. Everybody should, because she was like I said, she's a force to be reckoned with. She um she broke a lot of a barrier, a lot of barriers. And so when I got there, you know, that night, um, in the sea, you know, everything was just it was just so different because you know it was just like everything was going to be like all eyes on you, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? And so I got there and it's like, wow, I'm actually in the ring getting ready to fight somebody who I've idolized. I don't want to keep using that word. I don't idolize anybody, but someone who I've respected and had mad respect for, you know, that now, you know, her and I are actually, you know, getting ready to, you know, fight. And it was a trip because, you know, it, it was just like, it was surreal. It just didn't even seem real, you know? And uh, I might've scored a couple of points and I was honored to be able to do that because that girl is, and you know, she didn't try to take my head off or nothing like that. You know, it was like, you know, we, we was, you know, it was cool, but I was just so honored to be in the ring with her and to make it that far to be able to fight her. Um, you know, and I just had, I've always had mad respect for Linda Dilly and I, man, yeah, I'm glad that her name is, it seems like being, you know, brought back out again to where people are like, like you, that people have never heard of her now learning about, man, this is, yeah, this sister was, 
this sister is the bomb. She's, you know, the Texas terror, they called her, you know? And she and she earned that name. <laughs> Mad respect for her. But, um, and um, and her and so many other martial artists that have, you know, paved the way and that, that have done so much, you know, for this, for this, for sport karate, right. not just sport karate, but for, you know, martial arts as a whole. Because when you think about it, people like Mr. Warren, my own instructor, you know, right. who uh, his story was similar to, you know, some other African-Americans who had gone over to fight in a war, you know, going over to, you know, fighting uh, Vietnam and, and was blessed to be able to, you know, in Mr. Warren's case, he went into the service and um, with, and, you know, he saw a lot of his, you know, die right in, you know, right, right in front of him, you know, and he even had a bomb. They had a bomb that detonated, you know, I'm sorry, a bomb that should have detonated, but did not go off because he felt like God spared his life. So when he got back to Milwaukee, and that's another thing we have in common, you and I, we both are from the great state of Wisconsin and the wonderful city of Milwaukee. Um, so shout out to Milwaukee. And um, so then he started, and this was in the 19, early 1970s. And so he started teaching um, a class at a local YMCA. And he took the things that he had learned while he was abroad overseas, you know, and he started, he brought that back home to us. And he's, you know, he started to, you know, teach. And this is at a time when, you know, it was, you know, it was, it was new. It was like, it was, you know, it was a new thing for our communities, you know, to have, you know, martial arts schools that were like um, run and, you know, started by African-Americans, you know, and most of their um, students look like us. And, you know, we had like role models to look up to. And so that was just like really, really a cool thing. And it was very impactful in my life. And I thank him, you know, for doing that because I, 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 I would be amiss to say that had he not been my role model or, you know, not just mine, but for hundreds of other people too, but not being my role model, I don't know how things would have turned out for me. And I noticed that a lot of people like my current instructor, C. Joe Steve Muhammad, did the same thing. You know, sim very similar story over in Vietnam, you know, came back home and, you know what I mean, started up a dojo and, you know, and then I remember, and I just feel so honored because I used to watch him, you know, in Enter the Dragon. And every time that movie would come on and I was a kid and I'm like, it looks, it reminded me so much of what my dojo looked like, you know, from the, from the, from the afros with the sideburns at the time, you know, and, you know, from the students in the class. And it was just something to be able to relate to because it's like, wow, they look like, they look like me. They look like us, not, you know, like what we have seen in the, you know, when we go to the, you know, Saturday matinee theater or whatever, they did not like that. Nothing, uh, no, not to, yeah, not to take any credit away from them, but it's like, you know, come on, tell us the real, tell us the truth now, you know? And right. so to see him and, and, and just be like, wow, you know, this is so, you know, so cool that, you know, somebody looks like, you know, us, da, 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 da. And to now, all these years later, to be able to train under him and to be, to call him my friend. And, you know, it's just like, man, I feel like God really, I know he really has put his, had his hand up on me and blessed me in this, in life and in, especially in this world of martial arts. So I'm just really, really honored to um yeah to be here and still be relevant and to still be healthy and to still be able to do something that that I've always loved doing so but I know that but I know he didn't just give it to me just to sit on it so I have to share right. I have to pay it forward I have to you know take any any information any knowledge that I have that you may need or anybody may need or whatever I'm willing to freely you know you know give right. it away so 
I think that's like a lot of things that's wrong with martial arts. Like you have some black instructors who don't want to pass down the knowledge or who don't want to, you know, share the wealth of the martial arts. Like it's not meant to be held on to. It's meant to give mm-hmm. and receive. Absolutely. That's what Muhammad Ali was. A, one of another one of my favorite people. Um, what did he say? Um, paying it forward basically is that our 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 service is pretty much our our rent that we pay you know for our space here on earth you know to you know service to serve other people you know so yes indeed and if you ever get an opportunity to go and visit his museum in his hometown of louisville kentucky i've had the opportunity to go twice and i plan on going when the world opened up opens up again I plan on going back because. Don't that sound weird to keep saying like when the world opens? I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, but I'm telling you that Muhammad Ali Museum is my goodness. I I never even knew that it existed. It is a hidden gem. You just told me something I didn't know it existed. I know you, I see like I take a picture of the wax museum of like you know Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, and. Them. You when you go when you walk in there once you go there you will have a whole different to me and I've been to a few different museums before but that is the by far the most um, what I say it, to me it's just it's just the best museum I've ever been to I mean it's 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 full of his you know history and you know a lot of people don't know a lot about his humanitarian work that he did um, and then, you know just to see all things Muhammad Ali and and just and it's like and it's like a couple different levels it's got a movie theater in there it's got a boxing ring in there it's just got you they have this one station where you can sit down and make your own video and I mean it's you know you know about your life and you know and and then um I mean it's just and it's got his daughter Layla you know you can hear her voice when you can go and do some shadow boxing and she's giving you you know instructions on how to you know how to turn and you know how to you know it's Man, that that and I, and I tell you, and because the the uh, museum is is so big and it's so filled with so much history, it's gonna take more than one visit. Cause I've been twice already, and I still didn't. I don't still feel like I've have not experienced the whole, you know. And then they have a store, uh, a gift shop where you can buy, you know, memorabilia, you know, t-shirts and hats and things like that. And and when I was there, I mean, the prices were very reasonable. Um, it's like right in the city of right, right in the heart of the city of um, Louisville, Kentucky, and it is incredible. So, for anybody listening, anybody in the Louisville area, anybody looking to take their family somewhere, you know, that they you know want to go on a vacation or whatever, put put Louisville, Kentucky on your agenda. Make sure you take your children, I take yourselves to the Muhammad Ali Arts Museum. It is the bomb. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Yes, indeed. I think that's another avenue I want to tackle, like doing like this. How we talk about, like you know, the old, the real history of martial arts, like kind of do like reenactments and like making biopics of stuff. I think that's the next avenue I want to tackle. Like I love creating. I think that's like my biggest myth that like I kind of sleep on. Like I'll, I don't really express it anymore. Like when I used to be in school, like I never did. Honestly, I like I did my work, but I never did my homework because I I just love to draw. That was like the biggest thing I did. As I got older, I like kind of gravitated away from it. But like I think that's the the next step and like the thing I want to do after podcasting and like obviously start training again. That's that's and way 
because I haven't I, <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta put that in there you gotta put the training part in that uh, training aspect in there too just, you'll figure it out you know, yeah working in the yeah, no. different schedule like I'm not mm-hmm. gonna make any more excuses I told myself at the beginning of the year I'm gonna get to it but obviously like you know my biggest goal is to get to a place where I can like get as much martial arts knowledge that I can and then get back that's like I think it's the biggest goal I'm trying to reach for in life well I teach virtually so if you ever decide you want to come join me I'll give you my schedule you know you let me know and um, like I said I'm I I teach uh, I have a combination of different things with my DYC martial arts it's kind of a combined um, uh, it's combined I combine of course my base is Kempo Goju my home base my foundation and I thank Mr. Warren for giving me such a strong and solid foundation where I'm able to go anywhere in the world and represent uh, with the with the foundation that I have. And now studying under uh, C. Joe Steve Muhammad, of course, we're doing the King Wing Tai Ba, which is a combination of Kenpo, uh, Wing Chun, Tai Chi, and boxing. And I also do, um, you know, weapons, weapons training, you know, um, my weapon of choice has always been the bow, and now, of course, I'm, you know, also lately I have been practicing more with my blades and knives and things like that. But my thing now is more so um, about uh, survival. You know, it, you know, it used to be, crazy, it, you know course. what I mean? Yeah, you know, back in the day, yeah, it was like it was, you know, sport karate was cool and tournament competition that was fun and all of that kind of stuff. But you know, it's it, we're living in a different world now, and um, and I believe it's important and imperative that people learn how to defend themselves. I know every everybody got a gun and all of that, and that's you know for whatever. Very well, listen, just, you know, just one comment. Like, make sure you just take any type of self defense course. Like, yeah. Uh, like you just mentioned a great point that we always talk about. Like, just because you got a gun, don't mean you always gonna have the chance to use it or right. get a chance. Right. Like, because you're from behind you. Right. Learn, learn some learn some self-defense and some combative stuff that you can, you know, basically one thing that'll for sure help you with is it'll make you more confident in your ability to be able to defend yourself so that you won't be caught off guard and not, you know, know what to do. You will be able to react. You'll know you'll have a reaction and your reaction would hopefully be something that would be able to save your butt, give you an opportunity, you know, to to get away or to you know to live to survive you know because like you said everybody you know everybody might have you know we got these guns guns are so easy to get your hands on a gun but half the people out here don't know how to how to use them they don't know what they're doing with them you know but one right. thing for sure we know that that bullet is going to land somewhere you know but it, it, exactly so with people out here that are uns, unskilled and you know that don't know how to use them but they just carry them around because they're a lot of people are cowards and intimidated and they feel like, you know, that gives them power because they got that, you know, that piece of steel that they hold on to that they can, you know, but at the same time, still learn how to defend yourself, learn how to, how to protect yourself, learn how to um, make sure that you are um, keening, keening, uh, honing in your, your skills of situational um, uh, uh, awareness and you know that you are uh, uh, you know alert and you know yes I mean and, uh, and martial arts training helps with all of that 
with your situational awareness and all that. I mean, it's, you know, because, you know, we, we can't be out here just so consumed with these cell phones and, you know, just, you know, taking, especially young ladies, you know, and, and, and don't travel, you know, don't, you know, don't be out here, you know, by yourselves, you know, always make sure you got somebody with you. And that's a whole nother story too, but it all comes with, down to learn how to defend yourself, learn how to fight, empower yourself, get to do that for yourself. Make that a priority. Make yourself a priority and learn how to defend yourself and learn how to, like you said, become uh, alert and situationally, you know, put, you know, your, uh, your situational awareness to those little, you know, things, those, those triggers that, you know, rise up for you. So you can use anything as a weapon. You know, I got these glasses in my hand, you know, whatever, whatever I have, this cell phone, my keys or whatever, anything can be used as a weapon, but you got to learn how. You know, and it, and it and it takes an initiative to, you know, find somebody. You know, there's a lot of us out here teaching. You know, right. do your research. You know, you know because you know different different strokes for different folks. You know, you know, but there's a a variety of you know, especially with online now, especially with yeah. Zoom. I mean, there's uh, yeah, there's no reason right. why there's no reason why you know people shouldn't be be training. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, brother. Make that a make that a priority. Don't don't let that don't don't let y'all, that. Y'all listen. Make sure y'all check out Miss Cole's uh, DYC Martial Arts. Yeah, you can find me right. at um, actually my my email address dycmartialarts at gmail.com. Again, dycmartialarts at gmail.com. That's the best way to reach me. Um, and then of course I have the Instagram page DYC Martial Arts. My book, the website, uh, the link for the book is. B-I-T, that's B-I-T um, uh, forward slash glimpses of the warrior within all caps. So that's B-I-T dot L-Y. So bit.ly forward slash glimpses of the warrior within all capital letters is how you can purchase the book. And it's also available on Amazon. And let's see what good else. Read. It's a good read. Thank you. You got to read once in your life. It's like the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the podcast that's on, on on Wednesdays. Look for the podcast. Glimpses of the Warrior Within Martial Arts. Never know who I'm gonna have on there. And, Trust uh, me, I've read the Bible like seven times. That was our punishment. And every time, oh, you gonna act those good read the Bible. Not a, not a punishment. That that you know that was helping you. You thought it was I a punishment. Know, like, like now, I gotta see that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That ain't no I punishment. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you got to always come and ask me. I'm like, what's this word? Sacrilege. Mama okay. was doing you a favor. She wasn't punishing you. You thought it was. She was doing oh, no, you a favor. Big Mama, big Mama was doing you a favor, especially nowadays, no. right? Because you know that word, boy. Especially times like this, you know, we gotta, you know, we gotta have something, that, some kind of hope to hold on to, you know. So, you know, yes, we're gonna be all right though. The world will open, and I'll see you when I get to Milwaukee. I'll, I'll let you know, so we can uh, link up and try to, you know, get something uh, documented. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. Well, brother, thank you so much. I don't want to hold you too long. And um, so, yeah. So, you know how to reach me. And I appreciate you for your time. It was Make sure everybody check. At, uh, That's right. <laughs> at Instagram, also check out my Instagram name, Your Face Kicks, all one word. And also, Black Power Martial Arts, Black Power underscore Martial Arts for just all like representation and promotion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to work on that. <laughs> That's a great thing that you're doing. Keep it up, you know. Keep keep it up. I'm, I'm trying, like, but I want to do more, so that's why, like, 
I'm taking a step back, but at the same time, like learning where I can be more effective. Mm-hmm. At. Mm-hmm. It all started with getting back to training, but you know, like I think you learn the business better. And you learn how to like market podcasts, like not just market it, but I need to learn how to promote property, how to edit and cut, like how to. Uh, I think my biggest weakness in the podcast. But like when everybody starts thinking, hey, I'm just kind of the guy sitting in the background. I need to learn how to be more focused. So mm. that's one of the things I think I know I need to work on for myself. Other than that, like you guys, make sure you uh, check out TikTok. We talk about every martial arts topic. Think of tomorrow. We're going to discuss the history of the martial arts and origins. And you're on Instagram. And tell them how they can find you. You on which different social media platforms? Also on Facebook at my personal Facebook, Anthony Theronin Jemison.com. So my last name is A E M I S O N. Anthony Theronin Jemison. Mm, okay. And also share it to In Your Face Kicks too on Facebook. Okay. Okay. So you definitely, he's definitely out there. Y'all go look for him. Most of the people watching this probably have already, you know, seen you. You probably have already um, yeah. heard of him or he's probably already given you a shout out or. You know, especially with this being Black History Month, I, I know that you all are highlighting uh, different African-American martial artists, and that's a wonderful thing, too. And kudos for doing that, you know. I mean, it, it all started, like, you know, a podcast, like, conversation, I think, for us today, is, like, she kept mentioning, like, you know, it started in, like, Egypt and higher kids. So, you know, like, sometimes at work, or when I was just riding home or even at home, I, like, just started, like, using like the internet for like right things like you know looking up information and once I started like diving into it I'm like oh okay one thing led to Dr. Moses Powell and Vic Moore and then mm-hmm. I said Linda Delaney and, uh, Linda Denley let's get her name right put some respect on it Denley <laughs> don't worry girl I got you <laughs> yes indeed but uh you know it's just like it started opening up my work I mean my eyes to like you know like we know but like probably two on black martial arts and that's like well not I'm gonna say more like uh Jim Kelly Michael Job White uh Steve Muhammad sir don't forget him Steve Sanders I'm, Muhammad I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is like a lot of people know of him too artists, you know, like people who do not like really immerse in martial arts they know like one that like be seen on screen I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. like you know <laughs> no I'm, I'm teasing but a lot of people don't they do know when you think of black martial artists, there are just, like you said, off the top of the head, you know, a few names come to mind, but you're right. There are so many, so many others, so many others doing, doing, doing great things too. Right. Doing great things. And and, and again, that's what you all are doing this month, right? You're highlighting, is it, is it somebody different? Is it, so you're highlighting uh, somebody different each day. Is that what you're doing for the yeah. month? Yeah. So I have like a little, uh, document like where I just take uh, a couple articles I read of like certain martial arts and I also asked my group like yo who should I be looking for or, like who should I highlight that's how I posted Dennis Brown the other day because mm-hmm. two, two or three of the members in there are like disciples of his mm-hmm. same family so did you, know, you get Oso Tayar Cassell huh? did you did you did you have you highlighted Oso Tayar Cassell yet oh yeah I think okay. I posted right after Dennis Brown oh you like, did okay good good so like I said like you know it's also educational for me but like I'm learning out there but I was learning about certain people 
people who paved the way for other dudes today and uh, mm-hmm. who that branched off from that like lineage because I know like martial arts has been to evolve it can evolve like the right way or it can evolve and stay the same but it's meant to evolve so mm-hmm. like I said like as I'm learning I want everybody to learn as I learn because like, I'm just paying it forward I'm sharing yeah. the information. That knowledge, is, knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And then when you, especially when you get the knowledge and find out, hey, you know, these folks look just like look like me. You know, that to me, that's empower. I feel good. You know, that makes me feel great. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, let the world know now. So many things have been hidden from us on purpose, and that's a lot of the reason why we're in the condition, the mental conditioning that we are in now. You know, as far as you know all of the other stuff you know it's just like oh i didn't even don't even like talking about it because it's just it's so you know disheartening but we're going to keep it on the upbeat on on a positive note and it, you know thank god for our people thank god for our ancestors for our original um ancestors who have paved the way for us to even be sitting here right now talking you know our own ancestors from our own lineage of you know our who we come from as far as our who our dna is connected to and also for our ancestors in the world of martial arts you know from over in africa and egypt and different things like that that we would not we would not be here today martial arts wouldn't exist today as it does if it were not for us you know and so why not highlight us not just black history month whenever i have an opportunity to 365 that's gonna be coming out of my mouth i even mentioned it and it's ironic i mentioned it in my book too about you know i mean the answer to know your history and your ancestors and it's just gotta it makes it just it's got to it has to be empowering to know that you come from such royalty you know to know that everything you know about you that you've been taught for the most part has been a lot of lies you know, like, you know, everything about about black folks, the negativity that we see in the media and the news or whatever that gets highlighted. Well, we have to take the platforms that we have to bring to. Um, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And so that's what we're going to do. So let's work together and make some good, great stuff happen. I appreciate you. And I'll be talking. OK, and I'll be talking to you soon. OK. OK, take care.